Sorry, I'm usually moonlighting here, you know. Activist journalist. Thanks. Can you uh, state your whole name, sir, and spell your name also? Todd McDougall. T-O-D-D, last name M-C, capital D-O-U-G-A-L-L. And do you promise to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth? So yes, help I do. you, God? Yeah. Uh, are you born and raised in Winnipeg? Is that right? Yes. And I understand you worked a number of years in childcare. Is that right? Yes, uh, 13 years and, uh, in childcare, working for the uh, same center as well. Uh, when did that employment begin there? I got hired in, I think it was the spring of 2008. So then 13 years would have been to 2021? Yeah. Um, now I understand the, the mandates that were in effect also um, had some impact on you and just tell us what happened with your employment and uh, how your job ended. Yeah, um, so um, as actually kind of interesting, it was a combination of lots of things. I also had a son that was born literally the day that the global pandemic was announced. So I was in the hospital listening to the nurses kind of discussing how they felt about the, uh, the beginnings of the ongoing situation. Uh, we were also moving out of an apartment at the time, so there was a lot going on. But yeah, so, um, you know, April of 2020, um, my daycare was shut down, although I was still going to work because my director had made it available to um, take the opportunity to use the, um, use the option of having no children around to be able to do all kinds of things to the center that we otherwise would normally not be able to do. All kinds of cleaning, organizing, uh, lots of different stuff. So I really, I wasn't necessarily out of work for April because I was still going so I could keep money coming in. Um, and helping out with my center and actually helping out with my community. One of the things I loved so much about my position in the child care center that I worked for was that in any one given day, I was assisting not just a school age and um, preschool center, but I was also assisting the ongoings of the uh, uh, two schools, French immersion and English, a church and a community club. Uh, throughout April and into uh, May of, of 2020, I assisted all of those facilities because nobody was around. I was doing groundskeeping for the community club, for the church, for the daycare, um, pretty much doing anything I can, do uh, anything I could to keep busy, uh, to keep active, to keep money coming in, and to uh, assist my community as well too. Um, then, you know, that summer, uh, some children started filtering back into the daycare when we reopened. Um, it was not very many at all. Of course, lots of parents were still working from home. Um, so uh, that summer was pretty, um, pretty, pretty kind of uh, boring. Kind of there was a, you know, small groups of children. I was helping a few of them with their online learning, which was kind of interesting as well. Um, and you know, uh, uh, but kind of business as usual, just with a really small crowd. Um, then school started up again, sort of in a normal uh, fashion, um, September of 2020. And uh, and things were still relatively okay. I wasn't dealing with a whole bunch of. Um, nonsense that kind of made me feel uncomfortable about my job and how I was treating children and how I was being treated by, you know, my, my employer and my, and my uh, fellow employees as well, too. Uh, that all took a sharp change. Uh, actually, I guess just inside. I think that school year, that first school year in 2020, September 2020, started off relatively normal. Um, but then, you know, as you got into October, they were really getting harsh on the, the cohorts. 
um, and and the distancing, and the, you know, and then in, say for for my childcare, um, uh, we, you know, we couldn't uh, go back to the schoolyard anymore. And then I was getting told to, okay, um, you know, you're playing out in the schoolyard with uh, our uh, the children from our center, but some other children from the neighborhood came in and wanted to go play with our children. You shouldn't let that happen. And of course, I went. Never for a day. Like, are you are you joking with me right now? I, I would laugh in someone's face that said that to me. Like, ha ha ha. No, I'm not doing that. Then the masks came in, um, and that was that was difficult. Um, like myself, I I found out very quickly that even if I wasn't working a, uh, in a very physical capacity, having the mask on for you know, uh, 20, 25 minutes, half an hour, you know, of extended period of time was certainly changing the way that I operated, right? This isn't normal. Uh, it, it was affecting me. Um, then that took a step up to, you know, uh, don't be lazy with it. You know, I had my director and my other employees bugging me, oh, what, why is it below your nose? Then it was wear it outside. And then it quickly, so it quickly before we even got into November of, 2020, um, it was basically have it on all the time. As soon as you hit our front steps to the moment where you're allowed to walk off uh, site on your own or into some back room or into the washroom on your own, you're going to have it on all day inside, outside with one kid, with five kids. It doesn't matter. Um, and I took extreme exception to this. Um, not only just because of how uh, it was, it felt for myself. But of course, largely for children. Um, like many others had said here, you know, by this point in time, by September, by October of 2020, we had gone through the beginning of a pandemic, right? And whoever had heard of a pandemic, when in history, like when, when there was the Black Plague or the Spanish Flu, did it go away and come back again, but it was all still a pandemic? Well, no, a pandemic is, this is affecting, you know, the world or whatever, uh, you know, area. Uh, for this amount of time until it is not. That is a pandemic. And this was like, okay, so we had three months of uh, shutdowns and lockdowns and this and that. Then we had a fairly normal summer. That was now, and then we started school again in September. And then it's cold and flu season. So, of course, you know, a lot of people in this room, you know, spent the last three cold and flu seasons going, oh, it's COVID season again. Um, so, you know, there was the fears of, oh, this is going to be a pandemic that is allowed to come back. And so sure enough, it did. And I'm watching what that was doing to children, having, you know, having, again, seen this period of time elapse where nothing was happening with children at all. Uh, now they're back in school. They had already started school without all having to be in masks and done it for about a month or so. Now this is, you know, creeping into, again, November 2020. Now, am I right that you started attending some rallies? Yeah. This time. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so I wanted to just say it wasn't just me. Uh, it was largely what it was doing to the children. I could see very easily how many children, especially of younger ages, that you was having a very tough time doing this. I was watching, and this was a big kicker for me. I was watching autistic children, especially one specific who I had been doing work with for years, who uh, let's say at the end of the previous school year. Or, or, yeah, let's go back to just the, the previous school year, before COVID, anything before the schools got shut down, we were championing uh, both inside the school and his uh, workers inside the school and us, uh, the childcare workers as well too, championing the success uh, that had happened with this, uh, with this child. You know, he was right there involved with his peers. He was socializing. He was able to, you know, do the majority of what his peer group was doing. Um, 
I was astounded that uh, as we were watching him regress uh, to not just uh, back to where he was several years prior, but even worse, he was far more aggressive and violent towards staff that he was very, very um, uh, familiar with uh, in, in a way that we had never seen before. And I couldn't believe it that my staff, including people, I was never trained. Uh, no, no, I got lots of training and did lots of course and seminar work, but I never went to school for childcare. I did not do the full three whatever years at Red River College. Um, so I was working with employees that had been doing it for the majority of their adult life. So they were they're 20 to 30 years older than I, including my director. Um, and so, of course, the other thing is, you know, that I couldn't help but throw into that is, you know, much better pay grade. They had no idea. I was the one that had to sit there and listen to them have roundtable discussions about why is, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll say the name of the uh, autistic child, Toby. Uh, why is Toby uh, running after us? Why is he hitting us? Why is he beating us? What's going on? And I went, do you know autism? You guys, this is your job. Have you forgotten what you've gone to courses and done seminar work for? They're all staring. What is he about to say? He can't see your face. There's a problem. He can't facially recognize what's going on. He can't read emotions anymore. He's autistic. This is extremely paramount to how he socializes. They were like, oh my God, you're right, and we can't do anything about it. I was like, so you're going to let it get worse? Yeah, Rusin, Larry, my director, said, Brent Rusin said. I phoned Manitoba Child Daycare head office. I was put on speakerphone in a boardroom as they all, apparently, I could visualize this, stood around a table going, and they said, we've never heard this before. This was a year in. This was just before I left my job. I called Manitoba Child Daycare head office and said everything I'm saying now. They said, could you stop for a moment? We're going to have to put you on speakerphone. No one's ever called us yet about this. In a province of over a million people with a daycare on almost every frickin' street corner and growing? Really? My God. Um, yeah. Shocking. That's why I started attending the rallies. Prior to that, I was kind of, um, well, I run a media organization called Winnipeg Alternative Media, and for over a decade, um, in many different capacities, we have attempted to keep free speech and freedom of information alive by doing the practically the exact opposite of what the mainstream media does, which is... Uh, don't censor or edit anything and let, the, let what we film speak for itself. And that's what I was doing um, for almost a calendar year, I would say, from the first rally that was held here in Manitoba, May 9th of 2020, um, up until I think the first one that I finally decided I am not just attending to film. I am, you know, I'm here for every other reason as well now too, which was early January 2021 in Steinbeck. Uh, and immediately I got the repercussions that uh, of course I was well aware was gonna be coming my way. You know, you attended a rally, you were in a group size larger than public health order, so you have to self-isolate for two weeks. Um, and that became, so all of that kind of amounts to why me and childcare just wasn't going to work anymore. I could not stand to see what was happening to children, both whether we're talking about autistic and special needs or, or not. Uh, I could not stand uh, the fact that I could not work my job properly anymore. This was now, we had gone through January and February and I had made up every excuse imaginable to not actually do my job and not spend time with the children because I couldn't in good conscience anymore, and was doing like small repairs and handyman work around the, the facility for a matter of months at that point in time. Um, all those options had ran out 
I was done. I knew that this wasn't going to get any better anytime soon. My director and nobody had any um, answers for me. And frankly, of course, were considering me to be a goofball. You know, like, what is wrong with you? We, this is your job is to keep the children safe. How can you have these questions? And I, <laughs> um, I remember one of my last things I told my director was like, by the way, isn't it funny? I haven't been wearing a mask outside for two months and a parent hasn't said a damn thing. I found that was kind of funny. Um, and the kids didn't rat on me either. Um, but uh, so it all, it all just kind of came down. And so I remember the last phone conversation. This is really sad. After 13 years and being a very, very integral part of that community, once again, working hand in hand with a church, two schools, a community club, uh, and uh, a school age and a preschool uh, daycare. Um, my last kick at the can there was I had a phone conversation with my director and said, because uh, I always admitted I never tried to hide anything, and I always said, you know, I don't want to wear the mask, and I'm not going to be, and there's going to be lots of times where I'm not going to be when you're not looking at me. I still never got fired, because I was one of the uh, longest standing employees at the time, and I know um, from first-hand account that the majority of the children and the families of that center loved me and considered me one of my favorites. I was a you know, young male staff. I, I ran around with the kids. You know, I, I played rough and tumble. I let little boys fall off. You know, I let little boys uh, get in play fights. And then I would, you know, us and dad would high-five afterwards. Um, uh, so I knew how valuable I was and how my director was just hoping that something would change so that she could keep me on um, and not go through all of this struggle that I was kind of putting down to her. Uh, but our last conversation was on the phone where I once again had to tell her, look, I attended a rally again just yesterday, so um, I guess I'm not coming to work this week. And she went, no, no, you have to self-isolate again. And I went, yeah, but there's no end in sight here. And so what happens if I'm going to be attending a rally like every weekend? Well, I guess you're not coming back to work for quite some time. I guess I'm not coming back to work at all. That's how that ended. I then was not allowed even in the facility to go get my pair of work shoes. About a week later, I decided to go back. I tried calling my director on her personal line. And, uh, and I called the daycare line several times, emailed. And then I got there, knocked on the door several times, did their little buzzer thing that has a camera and everything. And it's got a full microphone system as well, too. And of course, I use it a million times a day. You're, you can talk to people. You can say, oh, hello, hey, oh, you, whatever. Uh, nope, nothing at all. One employee opened the door about this much, tossed my shoes on the outside, and closed the door. That's 13 years right there. That was my last final moment on the property. So now I understand you work at a seed plant. Is that right? Yeah, so... You, you had to change your whole line of work. Yeah, 13 years doing... And I did try some of the schooling. Like, I was doing a little bit kind of touch and go with Red River. Um, yeah, so 13 years of that being, you know, of that being a large portion of my life that took up a lot of, like, extracurricular as well, too. Like, I did lots and lots of extra work there. When there were special events happening at the community club, I was a volunteer. Um, like... It was, yeah, like it's, it was being as much as I possibly, possibly could. I liked being a part of that community, being like having known, uh, like after 13 years, I, I was now uh, training uh, new employees that I knew as like six and seven year olds. You know, like, so uh, I knew a lot of these families uh, about as well as I know some of my own family, extended family members. Like it was very tightly knit. Um, 
And you know, it's the kind of thing that, you know, I've, I've been so all over the place and so busy the last couple of years of my life, sometimes I don't even think about it until a moment like now, where um, it, it, was, it was kind of shocking to see um, that my director and other employees and some of the other individuals there it could, uh, you know, just let that happen with them. Um, it, was, it was kind of shocking.